Hi, everyone. Welcome to I See You, a free-flowing roundtable conversation about love, healing, and awakening to our higher purpose. I'm Aisha. I'm Faith. And I'm Gabrielle. We're delighted you're joining us to explore and celebrate the full spectrum of our divine humanity. The ICU podcast is brought to you by Aurora Faith Gateway, a collective of heart-centered individuals gathering in circle to consciously create a more luminous reality in harmony with Earth. We invite you to settle in, get comfy, and come along with us as we journey deep into the mystery and the magic of life. Okay, girls, so I have a question for you. When you guys refer to they, what does that mean? So it's come up a few times in our conversations around plant medicine. And when you're deep in ceremony and you're receiving transmissions or you're relating to that experience, um, oftentimes the word they comes through, like they said or they showed me or they told me. So I've always been curious, who is this they? And I would love to hear your experience because for, I don't, I feel like I haven't met them yet. <laughs> I can take that if you, or unless Aisha, you feel it. Well, let's both answer. Why don't you fire away and then I'll give my feedback. Okay. Um, for me, the they is the higher that you move in your pillar of light, or if we call it the hollow bone, you start to realize that it goes like this up your system and then umbrellas out and out and out. And what that looks like is all of the fractals are all of the, the shards of your soul being broken down, broken down, broken down, broken down into this incarnation. But as you move up that pillar of light, you start to become aware of all of those. They, which is going to be called in, 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 in our reality, the full spectrum. (laughs) And it feels like when you're in that divine presence, you understand that it isn't just an ego. It's not an I anymore. It's not a one. It becomes they. And the way I feel them (laughs) is that it's imagine that that you have 144 colors filtering in with all like instantaneous perspectives at once so it's not like you're seeing it through the lens of the indigo color or the red color it's like you're being able to hold this whole ray of of perspectives distilled down into your eye so it's like I know this is not coming from me because I there's I don't even have a reality that I saw a perspective from that lens so it's like you distill them down into your voice to to speak whatever they are are sharing with you. And for me, that means that you become one with your monad. Your I guess if we go like in word wise, the highest they for me is the monad. And it's holding all of those spectrums that are the more open that we can become filter down into this now experience. In our language, the closest thing we have to to describing that is a they like how how else would you describe it other than whole spectrum and when you can step out of the way to receive that spectrum of all of you that's why i say they said <laughs> because 
are we all are they them? I I would I get I mean I don't identify in this world as they them, but I think ultimately when you're talking about opening up your vessel completely to inspiration, it is a they. So that's like the perfect segue into my I guess answer for this question because when I do readings for people, I tell people like a disclaimer beforehand. As soon as I get into your energy, my pronouns change. Mm. I, I'm a, when I'm just speaking from me, I'm an I, you know, me, I, but when I connect with someone, I start using pronoun. I say I as like the collective, I am speaking for them or we. So my energy is so merged with them that I either speak directly as for them or as like a collective. So I tell people that if I'm saying I or we, it's a message for you. I'm just so merged with you. So that's starting as like the singular point, moving into being in someone's energy. It already moves up a level of collective like sharing. And it is so interesting, this question about like pronouns changing, because I literally say that my pronouns will change. And then when it gets, when you go up a level or so, I'll just keep using the example of what it feels like in readings, because in Akashic readings, I'm open to codes of information coming in. I'm not so much looking to connect with specific guides or it's not really that it's just an open. And there, there is, there are moments where the, they comes in because it's like, there's a spectrum of information falling down and I'm capturing it. And I'm not, I'm not so worried about pinpointing who or where or what it's coming from. It just feels like it's kind of like raining down as a spectrum and I'm grabbing it. And so it's a they, because it feels like a collective um, voice that you're able to grab a code. So from this singular point of moving up into different spectrums of energy frequencies, it does feel like it gets more collective and expanded as you connect up into it. And um, it's like one thing I'm always interested in is as we walk through, move through our embodied life, moving towards becoming our embodied master selves, will we bring in that collective voice or those codes and start to integrate them as the I, or will we move closer to feeling like a they, for example? That's a question I always have open to see, like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder where that will take us. I don't have um, any direct knowings of friends or in that are in my circle that identify as they them but I do see it in the collective and I do think like in this polarity experience are they bringing through that initial knowing that it isn't the I it is the they it is like the understanding that um I'm fluid I can be with and without all and I can move with and without all in this dance Uh, I have a cousin that her daughter identified that way. And I think she still does because she said to me, I'm looking for the partner that I fall in love with. I don't need to have it as a male or a female. I don't know what that will look like. It's going to be the person. And she's like, and I'm excited to meet that person. And it ended up being a female, but at 
like to be that expanded to know, like, I don't know how my counterpart is going to come in in this incarnation, but I'm open to all spectrums to find that, that, you know, connection. It's a different way of thinking. We were not raised that way. You know, us as a group were raised as female and that's what we are, you know, that's it. But the more in my own experience that I can open up my consciousness to understand, like, this is just the skin. This is just a vessel. It's not who I am. I remember my, my first um, mushroom ceremony, I, as I broke open, I was like, why do I look like this? Like I'm looking around at this um, very collective or um, what's that? Is that the word? Um, Yeah, it was a mixture of all different races. And I don't identify as the way this body looks. And mainly it's because I feel way more indigenous than I am, (laughs) that I'm presenting in this reality. And I had this full on conversation with an African American girl saying, why is why is your hair like that? And mine is like this. I feel like I express, I feel more like you. And so she went into this whole story of how she evolved into, she had braids, I believe. And what I, what I remember feeling is like, when you open up to the, they we've lived so many incarnations that this now iteration of you is just one facet or one fractal of what you carry in as a, they. And so the more open you become to understanding, let's say past future and present incarnations, this reality is just one lens that you're looking through. Um, but it's not the full, you know, it's not the the whole they. And even if I think about being a, a shaman, the only way I can even identify as that is because I know one of my spectrums is that, you know, it, it's not this body that did the work. When I go in, this body is receiving what I've done over many lifetimes. So... Yeah. So my question is, the they is really just you, fractaled out or yeah like like being able to pull back into and drop down into this now moment but you're like holding all the days that you've been and I liked how Aisha said it's not good to I like this is how I feel it I don't ask like okay what's your name and like tell me where you what century you're from to me that doesn't matter because that's just the human ego trying to put a like a label on something the more you can think of it as a spectrum, your mind stops thinking in the down the threads of I need to know what this one did in this world. And, you know, what what continent did they live on? And what, you know, what are they bringing to the table? It's the exact same as your story about your, you know, this, this girl that you know, who's open to whoever comes as long as it's the right person. So they're keeping their options like on a broad spectrum instead of like narrowing it down to male or female, for example. And it's the same um, concept of when you come in and you're working with spirit, you want to keep a full spectrum of um, like possibility open. But if you come in with really broad, narrow minded, like tell me what I was in a past life, or Mm -hmm. I want to know this, well, it's you're just narrowing down the full spectrum of possibility that could present to you. So if you move from singularity more into just keeping open, 
then you are moving into the they or the collective Mm -hmm. field and letting what because you're going to grab onto what trickles down and is needed in this moment, in this now moment, this iteration of you in your eye, but you could be grabbing it from the whole field. When we co- go in with a singular viewpoint, we're really narrowing our options and that's more. One thing too I would like to say is when we start this process of opening up to the spectrum that's why spirit animals is one of the like first steps into that knowing because they are third dimensional or well, second dimension, but they live in our space. So it's easiest to first identify with the the animals that you've been and pulling in their, um, their essence, their, their powers, their instinct. That is like the first layer of the they. And then you start to then maybe pull in the, the guides, or, you know, (laughs) originally you call them the guides. Then you understand like, oh, these are just me in other dimensions. Then you go a step even further and then it's the angelic beings, you know, and then you can go even further into that. And it's the the throne and the peacocks and the seraphim. And it's like, oh, there, there is the chalice and it's just dropping down into the, the bone. Like it's, it's remembering that this is how it works. And the more open that your pillar becomes, I, I feel like the more outward you can like umbrella into that experience. But to me, it's never felt like a they, like mm-hmm. any experience I've had of any transmissions or downloads or any like spiritual encounter I've had, it always feels like I'm just meeting more of me. So it's never felt outside of me that I could say it's a they. It's always like just more of of myself. I mean, is that like entirely selfish to just be like, oh, it's more me. But what it feels like is like I'm looking inside of myself and I see this like palette of colors and they're all so beautiful, but I'm like looking inside of me and seeing like, oh my God, it's me. Like, look how many different rays are in my palette. And so I'm not, I don't know. I've never like related to that mm-hmm. as like a they. It's more like, it feels like me with me, like my higher self is bringing the information down, but I haven't m- met like the they. I would say there's definitely no right or wrong here. This is based on each individual's like way of bringing in or downloading or uploading Mm -hmm. or embodying this access to this like expansiveness. So like for me, I don't use they so much. I do in readings because I'm kind of tapped into someone else's energy and receiving and, and doing that for someone else. So I'm clearly bring, just being a conduit and bringing in. So it's like the we, the I, the them. But for me, I don't say they so much when I'm speaking my higher truth forward. Uh, but Gabrielle does quite a bit. And I think it's just yeah. how are you connected to bringing yeah. in information? For me, it's like something that comes in subtly, but then becomes like an awareness in my body or, or inside. And then I can flow it out of me, but it, it's almost like it, I don't know, maybe it like drops in deeper here and it percolates Mm -hmm. and then it becomes like an expansiveness or like a way of moving or living in the world. I'm not so great at always articulating it for me. I'm much better at doing it in a reading when it's like question, answer, question, answer, blah, 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 blah. 
Whereas G, you have, you're bringing that in as a conduit for yourself, I feel like, I don't know if that's how it feels. And Faith, you're running a whole different system. Yeah. So I think we all have to be open to like, we're, we're all doing the same thing, but it's going to be in totally unique ways that suit how our energy runs. Yeah. I think too, like changing it from a they to a full spectrum, no matter how you feel it is the perfect way to like encapsulate what's happening is like you said, it, you're a very visual person and you see all these colors that you get to paint with and it's you. Yeah. And, and for me, again, all based on our own experiences, it feels like it's coming from here down where and Aisha too, you're saying it's coming from in the other thing I would say, depending on how you connect, like a faith, you're a very earth-based soul. You, I mean, you are pulling from your, your lineage in the, in the earth, a lot of it, a lot of elemental energy. Aisha, we've talked about you being a bridge between the two, so you can do both, but it doesn't, it makes sense that faith, you would feel it that way because it probably is coming more from your roots out than from there down. Yeah. It feels like if I'm getting a transmission or like um, a lot of higher information, instead of it being like something that they are telling me, it's something that I'm remembering. Yeah. You know, so the way that I would like bring it through is like, oh, I just remembered this instead of like, oh, they told me this because then it's like, it's, I don't know, like it's so outside of me and I don't experience it that way. Well, you've said, for example, this is from the elementals. Yeah. That, that you would say is outside of you. Like the way you've described it, you've said like, I, this just came through me. Right. That would be like what I would call the they. Right, right. But I'm as the more I'm developing the relationship with it, I'm realizing that it is just me. And so yeah. I'm actually, yeah, changing my language instead of like even just channeling anymore. It's like I feel like it's just remembering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's I think we're here to remember the monad, which is what, yeah, it is all you, but you, each of us carry the full spectrum. And it's just like, How in this third dimensional way of speaking, how do you bring down a spectrum? (laughs) What is the word, you know? And so like when I, when I speak about things, I, I automatically go to the they, because I'm trying to encompass. It's not my perspective. It's not this body's perspective. It's a way higher uh, movement happening. And so I use the word they. But would we ever get to the point where we're embodied to just own it and to say, this is what I feel and not have to say it's a they because it's, it's coming through my body, but I'm fully owning it. That's what I was saying when I was talking about like, like my ultimate goal is to walk through life as an ascended master on this plane, fully embodied. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's there's, because our tendency as humans is to create separation and we do it so so instinctually Mm -hmm. it's the exact thing it's the it's saying they right so are we moving towards being so embodied and like closing the gap of separation that when something comes through we Mm -hmm. just like let it flow and speak to it okay this reminds me of very recently I was in a constellation which um basically like you represent an archetype or something for someone else's system 
And I was playing the moon in this constellation and I was being called to drum and tone and use my voice, which isn't something I've tapped into yet as like part of my full spectrum. I know it's there because I feel like I've done it all at this point, but I haven't pulled it down and been like, like I have with astrology and other modalities. So I'm in this constellation and I'm needing to drum, which I haven't even really held a drum in my life and tone and use my voice. And I was like, I need to do this because I'm representing for this person and I want to honor them, but I don't have it in my human capacity. And so as I'm in this constellation, I was just calling in, okay, I want to bring in all of that remembering because I know I've done this before. Like, come on in, like I'm open bring it in. And I just flooded that in. And I'm so I could drum on rhythm and tone and do what this constellation needed as I was like, playing the moon, like playing this very visible, Mm -hmm. visceral piece. And so it's like, now that's part of who I am. And I get to move forward. And I it's not disembodied, because I pulled it in. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, the more that we can open, and allow through our chalice wells to drip in, as long as we let it ground and land into our body, then maybe that's the point where the separation closes and we, that's embodiment and we don't have to Mm -hmm. disassociate anymore. I mean, such beautiful uh, rememberings from both of you, because my journey has been a lot of first seeing it outside before I can incorporate it inside. And I mean, even through the, the, the time where I thought this must be a walk-in because this wasn't me even just six months ago. I don't know who this girl is. And at the same time, like, as you said, um, I, aren't we moving towards remembering that it is us consciously? I know that, but there's a, a piece in my ego system that isn't ready to fully um, walk I love how you said it as a master in this life. Uh, there is something about my system that wants to be humbled to the enlightened souls that are working through me. And um, I don't imagine, I, I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm just so grateful. You know, I don't have any attachment to it being me. Um, that's my experience though. And I think maybe that's my lesson that I'm learning in this life, you know? And it, it like I have a very um, immediate reaction against people calling themselves a leader or being the head of something. I don't like it. It's something that I'm like, no. But is that because I actually I know this because I have a past life where I was a pharaoh and I did abuse power. So this is what I'm running is to understand that this is a collective experience. I'm not doing anything. So I don't identify it as me. Maybe I'll evolve past that lesson at some point, <laughs> but right now I, I keep it as a they. So to like dilute the, the concentration of who it is, I guess. It's really interesting just to see the full spectrum of perspectives within this group, mm-hmm. because you're fully wanting to, to humble to what's coming through. Whereas faith is fully wanting to like be embodied from the moment it, presents you know not even like appears but it's there and you're like this is me this is my remembering and I'm like I I, I'm kind of comfortable with both and it all does come down to I think our lesson our human lesson here and like what are we moving towards or away from or what is 
what is that part of what our soul has chosen to get? Because we all know we're moving to the point of no separation. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's fascinating to see even mm-hmm. amongst the Trinity, how we all approach it in different ways. Well, thank you guys so much for answering my question, my burning question today. (laughs) I love you all. And here's to being full spectrum. You're like a light storm, a light storm.